everyone. Welcome to another episode of Long Gun Kitties. It's John Wan, your most handsome non-issuer ever on the face of the planet. Today we are joined by Dan Wong Zijian. I'm using his Chinese name for no particularly good reason. How dare you? <laughs> and then we have Angie, also non-issuer. I am the most non-issuer ever. The connoisseur <laughs> of uh, of issue stories. Yeah. I have like a treasure trove of issue stories going back years. And also, I've never stepped a foot in Yishun before. In no way. Come yeah, I've never way. been here. Uh, join, join me, join me. We'll go eat Yishun 928 Laksa. Uh, it'll be great. Um, you would really yeah, love it. Yeah, good trick, Dan Wong. You're never like, you know, you're never going to trick me going into Yishun, ever. And then finally, we have Jerry. Uh, Jerry will yeah. be responsible for building the fence around Yishun. Nobody knows fences better than Jerry. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, definitely, definitely. Jerry, I'll build the best... Right? I'll build the best fence and I'll get mm. issuers to pay for it. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> we'll pay for it for the proceeds of 9 to 8 laksa. You guys don't know. Yeah, you guys can make fun of Yishun all you want. Yeah, I know it's got crazy people. I know it's got like fucking robberies. I know it's got like crazy stabbings. I know it's got all that crazy shit. But you guys, it's all made up for, okay, with the 9 to 8 laksa. 9 to 8 laksa is katong laksa times 200. Katong laksa is puke, okay? 9 to 8 laksa... It is Elon Musk's wet dream. Then, 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 can I ask, did 928 Laksa pay you some money for sponsorship, for sponsored posts, and then you didn't tell us about it, and you, you stomach all the money? <laughs> did they? Come on, you have to own up, man. If, if they are paying you, we gotta share this shit, man. We're all, four of us are in this podcast together. Okay, 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 okay I'll come clean, I'll come clean. They're not paying me with money, they're payment, payment in kind. Lifetime free supply of 928 laksa. <laughs> oh my gosh. Wait, wait, wait. Another question. Yes. Is 928 laksa why Asian people are so weird? Like, they eat the laksa and then they turn... Oh, shit. Hey, Angie, Angie, hey, hey, Angie, Angie, hey, hey, hey. Sorry, sorry. Before, before we, we get into this podcast, can I just draw mm-hmm. a line? You can say anything you want about me. You can say about me. Okay, you can say about my parents. You can say about my uh-huh. Google. You can say about all the Yishunites, okay? But you do not, okay? You do not say anything about 928 laksa, okay? All the Yishunites oh, really? will gang up against you, okay? You think, you think you're something, but you're nothing, <laughs> Come at me, bro. Okay, Come definitely, me. definitely the laksa. Nine to eight laksa. Nine to eight laksa is nothing compared to katong laksa. Hmm. Holy fuck! You don't know what you're talking about, woman. Holy fuck! Oh my god! If only the issues. Oh my god! Oh my god! Podcast. I tell oh, you, no. uh, oh my god. I tell you, then Wong. Even the laksa in the this like nondescript kopi tiam next to my house is probably better than your nine to eight laksa. Oh, oh shit! You oh, stupid, shit. You stupid <laughs> bitch! You can't! <laughs> Talking about crazy people going crazy over food, um, one of the really epic stories that came from Ishun, right, is the Ishun triple murder of the 20, 2008. Uh, Angie, I'm just gonna. Should, huh? Angie, you let everybody know, right, the name of the murderer. <laughs> the name of the murderer, the murder sp- suspect, is uh, named Wang Zhijian as oh. well. No relation. Wow, what no a relation. what a coincidence. It's a yeah. fucking what a <laughs> tremendous coincidence. He um he was actually living at Yishun Avenue eleven, block three four nine. They they sentenced him to death by the way. Did they, yeah, did they hang yeah. him? They hang him, right? I don't know if they hang him yet, but this was like in twenty sixteen now when they dispensed the judgment. So he should so, be dead already, lah. Should be dead already, lah. Yeah. So, 2016, anyways, 2016, then only he, he, was, he was hanged. So anyways, this guy, um, it's called the Ishun Triple Murder uh, because he murders his lover, her daughter, and an innocent flatmate after quarrel over money for crap. Mm. 
You also stabbed yeah. the flatmate's daughter, right? So she, she didn't die, but she was... Yeah. Killed. So four people were kind of like <clears throat> really seriously fucked over by this dude. La. So what actually happened was this. Uh, I'm just going to read out like the Straits Times article. A tumultuous love affair ends with a Chinese national viciously killing his lover, her daughter and their flatmate. Being humiliated by his lover for not giving her money to buy crabs for dinner was the last straw for Wang Zhijian. That night, he got up from bed. He got up from bed naked, took a knife and stabbed Miss <laughs> Zhang Meng, forty-one, over and over again. Can I have some screaming? <laughs> he turned the knife over onto her seventeen-year-old daughter Feng Jianyu, killing her too. Then he Jesus. went. Yeah. Then he went after another mother-daughter pair who was staying in the rental apartment. Miss Li Meilin, who was fifteen at the time, survived the repeated slashings. Her mother, Yang Jie, 36, fell to her death from the 6th floor win- kitchen window of the flat in Yishun Avenue 11, block 3449. This is fucking crazy, man. Can you imagine a naked, a naked man with a sharp knife, blood all over his body and face, s- smashing out of the room, and then he stabs your mother. He stabs your mother so hard until she falls out the block. And then you no, run for your life and he stabs you too. No, no, think- he, she, she wanted to run away from Wong yeah. Zizian. Yes. And then, um, in fact, inside their defense, right, they are claiming that uh, he's not responsible for her death. He, she escaped onto the ledge outside the, <laughs> outside the kitchen window, but oh. this guy cut her hands that were holding onto the bamboo pole holders. Oh my goodness. How fucked up is that? He's and this dude, up. right, this epic <coughs> dude, right, he has this really ugly, badly drawn, like low budget tattoo on his back because I'm looking at the photos right now. And in the May of 2007, uh, he tattooed the face of his lover and her half-body on his back with a rose at the bottom. This, he said, was to express his sincere love for her. Eight Actually, months later... Just, just to double confirm, right? This is the lover that he killed, right? That he stabbed yes. 41 yes. times, right? Oh yep. my god. Oh. Eight months later, he put a snake on his left shoulder to symbolize her viciousness and a skeleton and heart on the right shoulder to say that the, st- the skeleton resembled the dead god, Miss Zhang, slowly and gradually swallowing my heart. Actually, it's quite romantic, uh, I have to say that. <laughs> <coughs> so, so, do you know whether these people are like beautiful people? Like this man, he's like a... A man-child boy looks like a Korean guy, you know. And the guy the looks pretty good looking, actually. Huh. I have to say, he looks okay. damn fucking fit, la. I mean, if you had to step people like forty something times, yeah, I mean, no, you have to step multiples of people, yeah. yeah, multiples of people forty something times. <laughs> yeah, he stepped. It's not forty something times for multiple people. It's forty something times per person, per person. multiple people. Yeah. yeah, can you imagine the amount of arm strength he has? Shit, man. Yeah, us, us Yishunites are cut from a different cloth, as, as you know. Well, actually, he's from China. <laughs> that, that explains the decre- discrepancy between his, uh, his stabbing power and your stabbing power, then Wong. Oh! <laughs> oh! <laughs> uh, it still hurts after so long. Oh, oh, man, <laughs> man, even mm-hmm. I felt that. Mm-hmm. Come on, are you going to let that stand? Oh my god. I don't know how to come back from that, man. <laughs> I was only stabbed five times. <laughs> but it still hurt. I was stabbed three times. <laughs> okay, anyways. Uh, so this um, entire thing was such a weird um, situation, you know. So um, John went to scour the internet and then he found court transcripts of uh, mm, what of happened. Case. Of the case. 
we won't read the whole thing lah, but the 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 relief I mean this is a very dark and grim story, but there's one really funny part, which is the cross examination of the defense's doctor. Um, so <laughs> yeah, so so for idiots like me, right? Like a defenses, the defense, the defenses doctor is the doctor that the defense who is pro- who is trying to protect Zhang, right? Wang, Wang, yeah. Wang, Wang yeah. right? Wang Zijian, right? Mm-hmm. So they are trying to prove that he was not in control of himself when he was trying to commit the deed, right? Yep. Okay. Um, I think like doctor was trying very hard <laughs> to to protect Wang. Um, yeah, I, I also don't know why he was trying very hard, but he he was lah. He, Hey, but no you know, uh, you know uh, if if you are ever on the stand for murder, right, you need this doctor uh, to come in and defend you, okay? Like he's doing his absolute fucking best to serve the criminal justice system to his utmost, okay? Dan <laughs> Wong, Zijian, yes. if you ever, you know, um get charged for murder which after will, eating which, too much Yishun laksa. Which might be soon after your repeated humiliations at the hand of NG. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I will be careful to stay away from you. Which Eddie, is I'll, I'll, I'll put red poison in your pasta. Okay. Hey, poison is a woman's like Yalo. weapon, you know. Can you I like? Care can I you can't win in a knife fight. Then I have to. I have to win. Can you be a man and just like stab Angie no, like fifty times? I just want to win. <laughs> I can't stab her to death. She will stab me to death. So I'm gonna <laughs> poison her. <laughs> Don't get bitter. Oh, get better. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, Dan Wong, you know what you can do? Like, do yes. a housewarming when this, like, all circuit break shit is yes, over. Yes, and yes, then yes, put yes, the red yes. poison in your food. And then it'll be so obvious that you did it. <laughs> it's like, mm, Angie fell, fell, fell to her death uh, after being poisoned at uh, a housewarming party. In Ishun. Started, yeah, in Ishun. By the way, uh, Dan Wong, if you don't come up with a, the most creative and absurd way of murdering Angie, right? Yes. I'm so disappointed. I'll be very fucking disappointed. You need yeah, to you need to performance anxiety. You need to throw her down an elevator shaft and then after shoot her with crossbows. That's not even that's just so boring, you know. It it no has man. to at least involve like a like a crane and then like some sort of digging and then perhaps Good. an explosion or two. And then you gotta you gotta build like a complete root Goldberg machine just to murder Angie. Yeah. You know, I was I, I was wondering, that. right? Because you know, I recently bought a food processor. <laughs> from NTUC now that it's open and I'm having a ball of the time making shakes banana shakes apple shakes watermelon shakes carrot are shakes you, are you wondering whether you can blend my body yes, parts in there whether, how long will it take to blend somebody and then drink blend and drink let's keep everybody in the fridge every single day you just blend a bit I drink think a you bit, have to debone me leh. the I don't bones think also the, can be blended on. If it's a not blend all tech, the bones oh. well I have a blend tech I don't think my blend tech can handle the bones man really yeah yeah. This is this is such grim dark conversation. Is it? I thought it's quite funny. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, Dan Wong, you better come up with some fucking some awesome way. And then yes. so then the so then the the, the Straits Times newspaper the the headlines can be Yishun man murders woman. You know. I refuse with, to die in a boring ass way. Yeah, with cranes and poison and drugs and and sex and and food processor. Wow, fucking amazing. Mm. Okay. Can you can okay. you do some curry as well? Just just for the heck of it. I recently learned to make rempa for Sire oh, Lodi. Nice. Yeah, I'm, I'm, nice. I'm, I'm, I saw Lydia's stories. Oh my god, it was good. She made it, it was good. Yes. By the way, Your by the way. faces uh, at the end of it was like orgasmic. Yes, we purposely made an orgasmic expression. <laughs> so anyway, anyway, our, to our clueless audiences, right? Everything that we're going to read about a transcript, right? Everything about this case that we say. I know we joke a lot. But everything we said is real. Like you can read this. It up actually before. happened. Yeah, you don't. You don't trust us. Just Google it. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
It's we are reading this from the PDF on SupremeCourt.gov.sg. Okay, we're not kidding. <clears throat> okay, so without okay. without further <clears throat> ado, let's go into the court transcript between the prosecutor and the defense's doctor. Yep, and I am the deputy public prosecutor, the DPP. And, and I will play the role of the Doctor Tan. Of Doctor Tan, the feckless uh. doctor. In the criminal justice system, Asian-based offences are considered especially hilarious. This is a court transcript of a man murdering his lover at Yishun over crabs for dinner. The crime begins with Wang, the accused, and Zhang, the victim, who scolds Wang as produced by dogs and donkey. This is an excerpt from the cross-examination of the defence's doctor. Yes, and from Lee's statement, you could see that the accused, Mr. Wang, was given instructions to Lee Meilin at several points in time in the event, yes. during the course of the event, and he was able to give rather coherent instructions to Lee Meilin. Yes. Would this be consistent with a man who has lost control of himself? Uh, yes. I mean, how would that be? He lost control of his actions, his thoughts, his emotions. He, he just lost control. I see. He just lost control. He starts lose his control, his actions lost control, and the speech is part of action. So he lost control over what he wanted to tell the woman, the, 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 the girls. Tell her not to move, yes. Tell her to close her eyes, so he lost control over that, and not to scream. He just, he just... This is a loss of control. He just lost control of himself, his total self. His intention then maybe to kill her, I, I don't know eventually lost in uh, control of his own intention. So meaning to say that when he told her, you don't move and I won't kill you, is that involuntary? It just came out from him because he lost control? I'm really speculating, Your Honor, seriously. No, Doctor, we don't need you to speculate. If you can't answer... Yes, I can't answer. Then just say you can't answer. If I answer, I'll be speculating, so I, I, I can't answer. Yes, then say you're not in the position to answer the question. Yes, I'm not. I, I, I can't answer. Thank you, Doctor. <laughs> okay. So for the record, if a person were to say that he, if, if there's evidence to show a person giving coherent instructions every step of the attack, would it be consistent with the person who has lost control of himself? Are you able to answer this in the first place? I, 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 I lost track of your question. It's a bit too long. Can you just... just no, the question just is... Break it down for me. The question's like this. You, this accused... Yes? ...tells the girl, close your eyes, don't scream... But then, then after that, he stabs. Yeah, yes. That means bluffing her, you know. Tell her to close her eyes, not to scream, and then he stabs. With this person who knows how to bluff, and then knowing that he's bluffing, and then he intends to stab, would have been a person who is not in control of himself. He appears not to be. He appears to be in control of himself, but... He but appears to be in control of himself. Yeah, but it's still consistent for a person... Likewise, it's not consistent for a person who lost control. It can... It seems consistent... You mean it can be consistent for both? It can be consistent with both. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. So, so which was it that you said you were not able to comment on? Because if I said yes, it's not right. By saying no, it's also not right. So, that's why I can't, I, I can't, I can't answer the question, Your Honour. Well, I, I mean, thank you, doctor. If you can't answer, then you probably should say that you can't answer. Yes, because if I say the answer is yes, I'm, 
I'm being incorrect. If I say no, I'm being incorrect. So so it so I have this problem. So this this behavior is it more consistent then with the with the person who is who has already regained control or someone who is still in the midst of having no control in the sense of having lost his control and and the loss is continuing. Your honor, logically, I would say that this penis is being controlled logically. Seems to be in control logically. Logically lah, I, I will admit to that. Yes, okay. But you say that he's definitely in control given all the things that happened in the in that few hours and even the few minutes where he committed the offense. I I cannot give the same definite answer that he's that he was in control because it's you, you must take it in totality everything you, you see. Yes. That's why I cannot answer yes or no either way. Alright, fine. Then we go on. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. What the fuck did we just if read you, out? Yeah, if you had just if you had just stayed with us through this, I want to say two things. The first thing is that everything that we are saying is true because it's from the court transcript itself. Second thing is all the pauses, stutters, all the double reading of the words. This is literally we are reading yeah, yeah, verbatim of the script. It's what we call creative license. <laughs> hey, no, this no, that, we, we, are, we are not doing creative license. This, this, we, are, we are saying everything. This is the actual thing. Uh, yeah, yeah no, the, the, little, the little interpretations of the, you know, the tones and nuances is creative license. But uh, yeah, uh, yeah, the, yeah, words, yeah. the words are factual. They've been, they're court transcripts from an actual court case. So, so now you guys know where your tax dollars go into, into these kind of like inane conversations in court. Oh my god, can I say that? Would the AGC come after me? Uh, it doesn't matter lah. If you okay. go into jail, we'll have a story to tell. Yeah. <laughs> uh, really, uh, it's, it's fucking true. Uh, like, what the fuck is all this? Uh, like, all this is just to go and ascertain whether... Oh yeah, like you watch all these like Judge Judy, like Law and Order and, and you expect court sessions to be super cool and then like just people rapid firing at each other, right? Hey, would you guys do this uh, if you're on the... You, you obviously know, know, know that this fucker, you know, is, he's a crazy madman who stabs, you know, so many people and kills so many people but it's your job to still defend him, do you know what I mean? Would it's like defense lawyers, la, you know, you know your client is probably guilty but you still have to kind of it is your duty to give him a very yeah. rigorous defense and hmm. uh, and for the point from the point of view of the defense lawyers right this is their their best shot la, which is to plead the insanity defense which is actually historically the worst defense ever like it has less it has like a very very low success rate because it's actually very difficult to prove that you're insane hmm. Hmm. and and i think uh going by the court transcripts that we've heard just now it's Pretty much the, the the you know the prosecutors are trying to discredit Doctor Tan. Yeah la, I don't know if it makes sense. I mean, that that's the prosecutor's job as well, which is to yeah. discredit or to at least put holes in the theory of the defense law. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, but for like the doctor is like crumbling under pressure, like I know, I yes, and no, I can't really say. <laughs> yeah, but. I sh- but that's the thing about so-called psychology, lah. It's always, it's always, uh, you're standing on shifting sand, and it's actually very difficult to pinpoint precisely the state of mind of a person. You can only kind of like make inferences, and you, as you can see, lah, like the way that the prosecutor they try to poke holes in the theory. You know, it's, it's like yes, because if I say the answer is yes, I'm being in being incorrect. If I say no, I'm being incorrect. 
<laughs> so I have this problem. <laughs> so maybe we just jump straight into the favorite issue stories. So now, uh, now that we finished talking about Wang Zijian, um, <laughs> not Wang Zijian, not Wang Zijian, Wang Wang Zijian. Actually, it's my surname Wang. But however, I don't live at Yishun. Never have. Probably never will. Don't. Why would you want to live at Yishun? I don't know. Ask Dan Wong. Eight laksa. Nine to eight laksa. Are you you tired of hearing me repeating it like a broken toy? Yes. Okay. Like no laksa is worth living in Yishun lah. Seriously. <laughs> you don't know. You've never tasted it, Angie. I never want to taste it. So now we will go one round around the table, and all of us, right, will have one favorite Yishun story to to share with our audience. Before that, right, I just want to read to you this Yahoo article from October 2018. The title of it is "Ishun is safe. Come for the nasi lemak." Nisun Town Council. Oh yeah, yeah, so, yeah. We, I remember. I remember the town council <laughs> issuing a a statement saying that uh, actually the crime stati- crime statistic in Ishun is uh, no higher or lower than the rest of Singapore. Yes, in fact, with all the facts on our side, it is clear that Ishun is simply a misunderstood neighborhood. Eh, hey, but that's Ooh, not what fucking shit. That's, that's not what Coconut Singapore bullshit. says. That's not yeah. what Coconut Singapore says. <laughs> it says that Ishun residents I've spoken to feel that our town is not unsafe. In fact, it is a close-knit community that looks out for each other. They also feel sad that the online media is repeating this myth about Ishun. The Post concluded, Ishun exactly. is safe and the safe. statistics speak for themselves. Exactly. So do come here for your nasi lemak. And 9 to 8 laksa. So when I posted this, Lydia Shah, a wife of Dan Wong, said this, Come for the laksa actually. The nasi lemak is overrated. To which I replied, you cannot trick me so easily. <laughs> oh my god, you see? Lydia has tasted the laksa many times already. That's why she knows. It's like opium. <gasps> oh my god. It's like, of course you guys need to look out for each other because you're all criminals. Or it's like Le- those... Lydia... Oi, whoa, whoa. <laughs> I think that's reaching, It's like reaching, those triad man. gangs. With Yishun life matter. Brotherhood. Yo. Yishun lives matter. Okay, okay, okay. Come, come. Let's get into the Yishun. I want to hear all your, your Yishun stories. Then I will tell my, my own Yishun stories. Your your own, as in you created those stories. No, he Jerry, was the it's main character. Seventeen years of living in Yishun. I've got okay. my stories too. Yeah, not from the okay, news. Okay, okay. I'm authentic Yishun stories. Okay. You have authentic from the ground, is it? <laughs> All right. My favorite Yishun story. This happened this year, fifteenth of April, and the title <laughs> title of this story is "Man Charged with Threatening Girlfriend with Knife." wants to marry her after circuit breaker ends. <laughs> this guy is accused of pointing a long knife at his girlfriend at about 8pm on 25th of March at an Ishun flat. He threatened her in Malay, if you dare to go out, I will cut you. A few days later, he allegedly threatened his girlfriend again. Charges indicate that he again pointed a long knife at her and threatened her in Malay. If you leave the house, I will call my brothers to find you and cut you. This guy, uh, he's on remission for previous crimes and faces enhanced penalties if convicted. Uh, but the best thing is, he plans to marry his girlfriend after the circuit breaker. <laughs> like, seriously, what's the, what the fuck is wrong with you, like, Asian people? And nice isn't, and isn't this how, uh, Dan Is this Wong how you show to, your love? Isn't this how Dan Wong proposed to Lydia? <laughs> wasn't, it the, wasn't it the exact same way? Yes, if you go yes, out, yes, I will yes. cut you. I, I, oh, it was not and, a knife that also, I was using here. And also because I posted this on my Facebook wall, Dan Wong replied, Yes, yes this is a surefire guaranteed way to win a lady's hand in marriage. 
<laughs> yes. <laughs> don't you guys see? <laughs> you guys don't know. This guy, he knows what he's doing. <laughs> Is this like a time-honored tradition in Yishun to hold a knife to your, to your girl's face, <laughs> threaten her, and then like proclaim your love? That's why, that's why Angie is not married. Because she's too good at knife fights. So any, any man who tries to threaten her with a knife, right, she can ward them and fend them off easily with her incredible skills. Yeah, Woe yeah. is my single foot. Oh, yeah. I didn't know Instantly. being good at knives was... was it's a, a curse, you see. It's a curse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's why you... That's why you if I'll you, be single forever. If you just pretend uh, not to know how to use a knife, right, you could have been married yesterday, Angie. <laughs> you mean like I have to man. pretend to be dumb? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Dumb and scared. Oh, the knife is gonna stab me. Guys, yes, I'll marry you. Guys, we are talking about, about Yishun here, not about gender, gender-related issues. Do you realise that issues sound like Yishun? <laughs> oh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> Conspiracy Theory 101. <laughs> so mine, I have, I have several. Uh, starting from the lady who ha- hung the minor outside her flat. <laughs> what? Yeah, 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 yeah. So there was a case last year. Actually, both of these are last year. Like the the this lady caught a minor stealing food from her kitchen, so she tied the minor up and hung it outside the flat. Oh, you, you mean know, like, the, like the bird? Yeah, the minor bird. So I like the minor. Bird. I thought you mean like a twelve-year-old kid or something like a minor or not, <laughs> not minor. Come on! Holy <laughs> shit! Oh, it is very. That would have made the biggest. That would have made the biggest splash. You know, it's a minor, minor like bird, minor a bird. Twelve year, twelve year old Malay girl hanging outside of. Oh, hey. Ah, nobody. Hey. Hey. Yeah. So anyway, uh, this lady right, was so pissed off at the birds coming in to st- steal her food, right, in the kitchen, that she managed to trap one and she hung one up on a on a pole to dry the clothes, right, like a kind of like a warning to ward off the other miners, and. Obviously, she got stomped. And uh, the other one that I have is uh, the horses running wild in Ishun. I don't know after what happened. And the, the one that really, really intrigued me the most is the case of uh, Sean Ignatius Rodriguez. Oh. I mean, unfortunately, he got, he got uh, you know, he died from the, the result of the assault. What happened? But, so, Sean Rodriguez is actually a stalker. He was stalking this guy uh, who was a longtime friend of his. And um, the NSF the, story is it? Yeah, the NSF story, and the stalking got progressively worse. Uh, they were churchmates going back many years. So you know, you can find a full story online if you go. Just go Google his name. Definitely, he's got some mental health issues that were not addressed. The family that were stalked, they actually did go through a lot of uh, legal means. You know, they called police like fifty overtimes. They managed to get him in for like counseling, and they managed to get, get him in for arbitration in fact during some of the arbitration uh, meetings right the counselor told Sean Inetus Rodriguez you sh- you you are not supposed to uh, harass this family okay don't ever harass this family again and this Sean Inetus he said okay I will not harass them for now so this goes back and forth you know like you know no no don't for- don't harass them forever like, no no only for now I will not harass them I'll harass them later <laughs> on so and why okay is he harassing and stalking the person out of love because he's in love with the dude or he hates the he's dude he's in kind of in obsessed la. I won't say in love but kind of obsessed with him 
Yeah, so eventually... Observed in a, what kind of way? I, I don't know. You know, it, the court documents or, or the newspapers reporting didn't really specify. But of course, there was uh, some homosexual bits being thrown in here and there to kind of prove or disprove whether whatever he's doing. Uh, the kid who was being stalked and his uh, stepfather were both uh, complicit in the death and... It's it's poor thing like, The stepfather basically just held down the the legs of uh, Sean Ignatius Rodriguez. They are they're kind of like subduing him, hoping that the police will get there on time. But you know, he fell and hit his face, and there was blood yeah. all over. So he choked on his own blood and expired before the police oh, could arrive. Fuck! Yeah, what a shitty way to die, man. Yeah. So, so it was so the, the Harris family, the person mm-hmm. that's being harassed, as well as the grandfather, that tried to subdue Sean. Stepfather, stepfather. Stepfather. He tried to. They tried to subdue Sean because they they mm-hmm. had enough of him already. Yes. And then he during the fall he he choked to death on his own blood. Yeah. He he tripped after being chased and then he was choking on. He was p- pretty much bleeding all over and choked on his own blood before uh, law enforcement could arrive. They are being charged for murder based on that. What happened murder? in the end? My God! Doesn't what happened then? Like doesn't sound like a murder though. It's, so it's more like manslaughter, right? Uh, it could, yeah. It could be like maybe second or third degree murder, I guess. But John, you're very soft. Oh, sorry. Could be like second or third degree murder, I guess. But or killing, uh, I don't know. Mm, but so probably not not premeditated. Not premeditated. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, It's it's one of the in the moment kind of things. I don't know. It's just a very unfortunate incident all around. Stalking is such a shitty thing to have to um, go through la. I mean if you're the victim of a stalker yeah, because yeah, there are actually sure, very yeah. little laws in place to prevent the the guy from you know actively harassing you and the mm. police have to wait until something actually happens so mm. like all the mental shit that you go through it uh, doesn't matter he didn't actually yeah. do anything and yeah. quite often and like, by the time the police get there the person who's harassing you is long gone and you're dead probably <laughs> yeah it's fucked up man <laughs> truly an okay. Asian story well, truly well, Asian yeah. story well and can, I just, mm. can I just cut in with another funny one yeah yeah okay. go ahead <laughs> just because I have so many in my collection oh, um, no. <laughs> this is also another like pretty recent one this happened the uh, 29th of May 2020 uh, a girl uh, 20 years old was charged in court for injuring another with a dangerous weapon so this 20 year old girl met an 18 year old girl from a mutual friend but she was unhappy with a Twitter post. So oh, this she, is the Parang case in the park. The one, Parang right? case in the park. Yeah. Oh, oh shit. No, All the, the alliteration. So so but like she so this twenty year old saw a post on Twitter written by this eighteen year old. She messaged the girl to state her displeasure on her Twitter post. Both of them decided to meet up to negotiate. Right? So this twenty year old hit a long cl- curved blade, Parang, which was more than ten cm in her clothes. She was joined by five other girls while the 18-year-old brought with her two other girls to join in the negotiation. So they confronted each other, got into a fist fight, and then like um, nice. the 20-year-old took out the blade to stab the girl. Wow, uh, this nice. kid, This kid suffered severe cuts and bruises on her body, shoulder, and abdomen. Fun. <laughs> wasn't, it, wasn't this also the one uh, Dan Wong co- commented Oh, I thought a parang is a slashing red like oh, Dan Wong. No, no, wait, wait, nobody. Dan Wong is wait, no. Dan Wong said this. Interesting choice of words. I was under the impression a parang is a slashy weapon, not a stabby weapon. Dan Wong, it, yes. when when people pia through that time, right? Nobody yes. is like thinking about the technicalities of Hima, you know, like ancient <laughs> historical martial art treaties, right? Where 
no, I should not should, stab. I yeah, should slash. Slashing would be a far more efficient way of inflicting wound upon my enemy. <laughs> no man, nobody thinks like that, man. Come on, even Abeng think like that. My choice of parang was specifically for slashing, not for stabbing. Guys, 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 guys. Let's then not, Wong, let's I think not. you have very different priorities, eh? Let's not let's not underestimate uh, our our youth nowadays. Okay, you say all these things because you know we are the older generation. But youths they do think these things. You know when they go out and piatui. Then why did she stab her instead of slash her? Yeah, well. Maybe okay. Maybe she was out not to not to cause wounds. Maybe she didn't want to harm her opponent so she much. She was out not to cause wounds by stabbing <laughs> by bring a fucking parang. By bringing a fucking parang inside her inside her clothing. <laughs> You put a sharp thing inside somebody's body because <laughs> you don't want to cause harm. I believe the children are our future. Teach them well and let them. Okay, be John. Let's uh, let's hear hear your amazing story. Okay, shut the fuck up. <laughs> the beauty they possess inside is the power. Oh. See, 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 see. Uh, Give them a para- sense of <laughs> shut pride. The fuck up. <laughs> This is a good Asian story. Let me let me say it. This is a very good Asian story. Okay. Para-athlete guilty of procuring women for prostitution. Um, after several women expressed an interest in working in social escort for agency, he set up a, para, a national para-athlete got them to perform sexual acts and have sex with them in his Yishun flat. Okay. Adam Kamis, better known as the one-arm runner, would conduct verification sessions where he asked them to strip so he could inspect their bodies. Hmm. He then tested the women, asking them to provide him with sexual services so uh, they would provide to clients. So uh, he's a 37-year-old motivational speaker charged on, uh, convicted on 12 charges, including uh, one for recruiting a child for sexu- sexual exploitation. That's Holy shit, that's yeah. How old was the child? 16-year-old. Okay, let's Fuck. I, I thought when you said child, I thought it was like what, eight year old. Oh no lah. I mean but sixteen is still not But sixteen is yeah. like it's yeah. still scheming. Yeah. 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 So Adam uh was in debt when he set up the social escort agency lah. So apparently he owed um the the amount of money he owed was a costed arm and a leg lah. And <laughs> To recruit women to work for his one-man enterprise He passed off as a social escort Working for the company uh, In his template Facebook message right, He offered applicant up to $1,000 uh, For assignment So uh, he recruited 15 women During his two and a half year operation Which is the same amount of time As the army um, He managed to secure Only 5 clients as the women decline assignment for various reasons. So for the sexual exploitation of the minor, right, uh, it was a 16-year-old student who went to his house. Uh, he introduced himself as Bob, told her to charge customer $500 an hour and 50% commission to be paid to the agency. After inspecting her body, he said he needed to test her sexual skill. She was reluctant and told him she had a boyfriend. But Adam said no one will find out. Um, before he left He had unprotected sex with her I assume because A condom was not handy la. And then uh, <laughs> Still la, <laughs> Go ahead No no Make fun of him man He deserves to be made fun of I'm glad that he's A motivational speaker huh? Let's just say that <laughs> Is that how he motivated The girls to do all the stuff So that he can have A sample of their wares But actually yeah, This guy is a terrible Motivational speaker la. I mean He so they investigated 34 women, right? Mm-hmm. But he only recruited 15 
during two and a half years of operation and only managed to secure five clients. So imagine, uh, if you're one of the women, right, and you're just like, okay, I, I really need money. This guy can help me get money. And then for these five years, right, he gets one client a year. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, that's quite a poor business model. That's, that's a saying. terrible business model. I'm wondering model. If, it, if it's like the amount of money charged, like $500 per hour seems to me quite high. But actually, I don't know the rates for like sexual work. Yeah, is it high it, to you guys? It, it seems high. I, I, I won't mm. pay $500. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I wish I did a bit more research and asked the guys I know who actually visited prostitutes. Does your brother go to Samtiu? Occasionally, I think. Oh, Are there any Samtius in, uh, in, in Ishun? <laughs> Even if there were a Jerry, I, I would definitely not tell you. Oh, actually, shit. it's the what 928 Laksa, right? It's a Samtiu. <laughs> <laughs> laksa in the morning, Samtiu in the evening. Okay, you see... Uh, oh, wait, uh, wait, wait, wait. There, there is another story. Okay. Uh, so 725 Yishun Street 71 Illegal brothel surfaces in HDB flat mm. so, 728 I know where that is Yeah I know where that is Human traffic was heavy And continued deep into the night With the women often wearing high heels And putting on heavy makeup Oh shit So so this Is this 728 Stealing all the business From the previous guy Maybe they cut rates huh? uh, Maybe it's less whole, than 500 an hour Yishun underground economy that you don't know of, man. I'm telling you, like this. Educate us, Dan Wong. It's the Yishun yeah. economy. It's the yeah. Yishun underground economy. You it's need to be part of the Yishun underground. You you are the free republic of Yishun. Yeah, 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 yeah. We have yeah, legit. We should Singapore just like ago. we should just cut out Yishun from Singapore and do the <laughs> <laughs> Why? Why do we need Yishun for? We got underground casinos. We got underground fight rings. We got underground prostitution. By the way, I just you guys can just exist on your own, right? I just want to highlight, um, Jerry, right? You have a laugh like Andrew Yang, you know, the American president. Really? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You, next time, I think both of you, uh, just listen to his laugh next time. Okay, let's, okay. let's continue <laughs> with uh, more Yishun stories. Then okay, Wong. Let me finish it off. Let me finish it off. Yes, finish so us there off. Are, there are a couple, <laughs> couple of things. Your, with your hand. Hey, finish us off. Both hands. My stories don't yeah. feel so that interesting, but let me, they are real stories because I experienced them on my own. So the first thing that I remember when I was living in 750, uh, this is my, the first time I saw a dead body. So what happened was that um, at night, you could hear screams. You could hear like, not, not, not like don't kill me screams, more like angry, shouty, shouty screams. These are screams that, that uh, you know, I, as a young boy, I'll ask my mom, uh, what was wrong? What's going on? Why, why is she shouting like that? Why is he shouting like that? Then my mom is like, ignore them, ignore them. And then, and then, and then my dad was like, uh, should we call the police? And then, and then scream, scream, scream. Then in the end, the screaming stopped. And then we all went to bed. And then, you know, last time in, uh, when you're in primary school, you have to wake up fucking early, right? Like 6 a.m., that kind of shit, to go for the school bus. So that's when I went out, and then I saw a lot of police, and I saw a blue tent, and I saw blood coming out from the blue tent. So um, it turned out later, after, my, after coming back from school, I went to the playground, and then the whole playground was talking about it. It, it was from the fight, uh, one of the parties. I can't tell whether it's the male or female. All I saw was a foot. Because of the argument, he or she was depressed and and really went to kill himself or herself. Hmm. I got a feeling yeah. that's not what happened. I got a feeling Dan Wong, right, he got so fucking upset uh, and so annoyed with the screaming and yelling, right, that he snuck into their houses and threw the fucker off the, off the, off the window. You're, you're, you're talking about, what, 11-year-old Dan Wong here? <laughs> yeah, your, your rage, right? Your rage from all the fucking noises, ah. Uh. You go and bring your you go and bring your stabby parang <laughs> <laughs> and you threaten them. 
Like a fucking pirate. Yeah, walk the plank. Walk the fucking HDB plank. Guys, I just want to know how traumatizing is it for an 11-year-old kid to like see like a blue tent and and red foot. And like, you know, the blood is going into the drain. You, when you look up, right, you see like all, all the bamboo poles and then all the clothes are there. And then you see like this, this dead body on the floor. And I can point out to you the exact same spot where the dead body was. Like even to this day. So anyway, that's one Yishun story. Uh, Yishun stories also have got to do with a lot of guns. A lot of guns somehow find their way in Yishun. So there was this ABC mart that was robbed by a security guard who actually had a working gun. He had a fucking working gun. And he robbed the ABC mart. Of course, he was caught within the same day. Um, and I think in my favorite uh, POSB bank outlet, the part where my, mo- my mother again brought 11-year-old Dan to the POSB bank and, and then set up a bank account for me. It was like a stupid squirrel bank. Oh, yeah, the squirrel bank account, yeah. Yeah. And then, and then uh, it was 926, uh, which is also very close to 928. So after we set up the bank account, we went to have Laksa at 928. Anyway, there was a 31-year-old guy who I think in the year of 2013, I think, he, this is after I graduated from university, I believe, he went to go and rob the, that very POSB bank with a pistol, with a Beretta, Jerry, but it was an air pistol. It was a replica. So after he robbed the bank, he got caught. No, after he, he, he brought the gun into the bank, but then he was caught because he got uh, cold feet. <laughs> <laughs> I, I actually can sympathize. <laughs> Performance so, anxiety. Yeah, yeah. So he was jailed for five years and nine months and six strokes of the cane for, after pleading guilty to have unlawful possession of the Beretta air pistol. So the question I want to ask is, like... Yes. Is Ishun really uh, that crime-infested? Or, yes. or Okay, rather, we shouldn't say crime-infested, but is Ishun like really the place, you know, the anomaly in Singapore where hey, all hey, the hey. weird shit happens? Look, uh, look, uh, you don't just have um, stabbings. You don't just have murder killings. Well, I mean, there's cat abuse love. cases. There's oh, fucking yeah, a lot of cat killer. abuse. Oh my God, I really there's want so many wackos... Like just torturing cats in and killing cats in Ishun. But then right, it's also a hotbed of contraband and drugs. Okay. So twenty seventeen December, uh two men were arrested on suspicion of manufacturing controlled drugs with about two point six kg of synthetic cannabis si- seized in an operation led by the CNB and the SCDF as well as the HSA. Okay. Uh, this is just one. Uh, last year, one last year incident. there was a guy growing marijuana with a perfect yeah, 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 setup, yeah, and yeah, you yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, the setup was pretty pro, man. It was damn pro, man. It that was guy was breaking pro. bad. Yeah, that guy was yeah. really <laughs> fucking breaking bad, sir. And then, right, just earlier this week, I posted another one on the first of June, twenty twenty. It says that more than seventeen thousand cartons of contraband cigarettes seized from Ishun warehouse in largest haul this year. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, you guys uh-huh. uh, remember the case? Uh, it's also in Ishun, I think Avenue Five or something. The someone was like really, really pissed off with uh, circuit breaker or maybe some argument at home. They started throwing all the furniture and clothes yeah. and shit from uh, from their flat. <laughs> this was uh, this was like a couple of weeks ago only. <laughs> this was a couple of weeks ago, and then like on on the <laughs> sg dot on sales dot com title, someone throwing things down at Chongpang City Yishun during circuit breaker. Guess everyone is stressed. This incident happened at Chongpang City, where there are netizens report uh, reported that a man is throwing things from the top floor down. 
And so, the stuff that he threw down is like huge things. Uh. It's not like tiny little things. It's like I see chairs and I see I see pots, like flower pots and then like yeah, cooking yeah. pots and then like some kind of a, uh, a foldable day bed or something. <laughs> so the, the prevailing theory, right, regarding this uh, Yishun, all these wacky Yishun cases, right, is that actually Yishun uh, is like the it's like the boonies of Singapore. So it's uh, out in the rural areas, right, where the population density is actually one of the lowest in Singapore. So if, let's say, right, you are an aspiring drug lord and you really want to hide 17,000 cartons of contraband cigarette or you really just need to procure uh, 42 women inside one HDB flat for a prostitution ring, where would you go? You can't go to Topayo, right? Because there's so many people there. Correct? You can't go to uh, Durong. Because also a lot of people there. So you choose a place, right, where it's very spaced out, not so popular, not so uh, population congested. So you can have plenty of privacy and also kind of masked in, right, with the rest of the crazies. There's all mm-hmm. this other crazy shit going on already. What's one more, right? I'm just a num- I'm just a statistic at that point. Oh, and you don't want to go to Geylang because you'll be stepping on other people's turf and there'll be a turf yeah, war. Actually, the police pro- presence in Geylang is a lot. Yeah, correct. Yeah. So, Yishun is the place to be. That is where you set up your crime organization <laughs> if you're an aspiring, you know, criminal syndicate uh, boss. According to this website called Yishun.town, that uh, John sent to us while he was doing research on this topic of Ishun. Uh, according to them, right, there is this thing called the Devil's Ring, which is a term representing the area enclosed by the 6.7 km long Ishun Ring Road. Most of Ishun's madness happens inside this area, which measure around 2.75 km square. There is a disproportionately high amount of negative events in this ring compared to other parts of Ishun, and according to residents living inside the cursed district, the vibes there often feel wrong. They even draw the fucking devil horns inside there. <laughs> Anyways, so this Ishun.town website, right? It, ha- it just collects... Um, it <laughs> is that a siren? How apt. Oh uh, yeah, it's uh... <laughs> It collects stories about Yishun. I'll just read out some of the stories. Uh. 321 Yishun Ring Road. Woman booked 20 cent Uber ride to Yishun. Got dumped at police station in an Ubi. <laughs> what? I- 750 Yishun Avenue 5. Bus catches fire but passengers reluctant to alight. <laughs> oh, I, I, I think I've heard read that one. I read that one. Hey, that's yeah. my block, 750. Yeah, that's where... That's 744 where the, that's Yishun one. Street 72. Coffee shop's floor tiles break apart for no reason. Oh, 744 was full of gangsters when I was younger. Yishun Sex School. Academically poor students banned from racial harmony celebrations. You know what I heard? 743 Yishun, Yishun Avenue 5. Man goes berserk after store runs out of spoons for his yogurt. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I think that's pretty reasonable. I mean, how could they not have spoons for his yogurt? 342B Yishun Ring Road. Man kills wife after quarrel. Jesus. 114 Yishun Ring Road. Malaysian kills landlord for turning off electricity. Jesus! What? Yishun Avenue <laughs> 2. Five, driver leads police on wild goose chase after evading roadblock. Andrew, you're not making any of this up, right? No, I am no, literally this, just reading just it reading, off the website. Yeah. Could this be the, the historic Longkang Kitties episode where we all have actually reached a conclusion on this? Because the conclusion seems to be quite quite clear-cut. Uh. 
Like what? What's the conclusion? Yishun, Yishun is indeed indeed stranger, stranger than the rest of Singapore. Um. Yes. No doubt about it, man. Undisputed. <laughs> no one's gonna say no to that, actually. Yeah. Are you expecting us to be? No, no. Yishun is per- perfectly normal. You won't get that from me. Okay, I am literally like the most. How do you call? What do you call a person who is biased against Yishun? A normal human. <laughs> every Singaporean. Yeah, every, every Singaporean. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I am that. Okay, okay, I am okay. An Come on, guys. Pros of Yishun. Pros of Yishun. Two pros. Number one, property stop prices your, are stop low. Stop your fucking laksa shit, okay? I have enough of your fucking laksa. Stop, <laughs> stop saying the laksa. You say the laksa one more time, I'm gonna kick you off this channel, you asshole. Oh, I was wondering whether I could pose a hypothetical to you all, and then you all tell me your best ways of getting rid of a dead body in Yishun. Sure. Okay. Okay, so. Oh, I will start, though. Actually, it's okay, very simple. Okay. Um, just put it in Dan Wong's house. They will just automatically assume you did it, and then after I'll be I'll get away with scot free. Oh, that's Dan not Wong. very ethical. You least used to live in Yishun. This makes a lot of sense. Why there's a dead body in your house that uh, with a person you have no connection with doesn't yeah. matter. Guilty as charged. And also you bear the you bear a similar resemblance to the guy with the name <laughs> Wong Zijian. This <laughs> this is very unwholesome. Do you know? Do you know that after he was hanged and he died, I was born. The Yishun spirit lives on. Yishun spirit lives on. It cannot Uh, be contained by the body of a man. It it will, it will, it will break free of this mortal shell and 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 lives on in inside the inside the heart and soul of every Yishun knight. But seriously, why can't you just bury a dead body? Why can't... Okay, my, my idea is that there's this particular part of Yishun that I know where there is a nice little jungle. So you just go inside the jungle and you know how, you know, in the army we, we dig at the forest floor and it's quite easy to dig. I mean, we have dug our shell scrapes and all that in the jungle floor. So I just dig a nice, nice big hole and then I put the body inside and cover it and then the leaves will fall and then it, it's lost forever. But you know there are wild boars and wild dogs, right? And they can dig also. Well, I'll, I'll sprinkle salt, salt and baking soda on, on the body to deter dogs and all that from from you know. Getting- I I don't I don't know if that's I don't know if that's gonna work. I'll try oh, yeah. to bury it in the in the in the clearing oh, yeah. that I'm very familiar with. I used to catch fighting spiders. What? So when I was when I was I think when I was uh, ten years old, like uh, an old Malay man brought me and two other other kids into a forest to go and catch fighting spiders. Then he taught me how to look out for the fighting spiders inside these closed leaves that would they would sow the 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 leaves together with their with their spider fluid and then and afterwards spider you know, fluid <laughs> I don't know I don't know what to call it uh. isn't it yeah. silk yes 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 spider, spider fluid, fluid. <laughs> is it some issue night term spider fluid everything is about fluids with you right <laughs> wait the whole premise sounds very dodgy eh? some what? random old guy brings you into a forest yeah exactly I was that's, gonna say that. That's how it works last time. Don't, don't that's, how it works yeah. in, that's how it works in Yishun, right? Yeah, we, we didn't get yeah. fucked or touched or anything, okay? We just... We just it was a wholesome... No saying that. Spi- it was a wholesome spider-catching experience. That's what, and then sure. after we caught the spiders, we put them in matchboxes and then we fought each other's spiders and then we threw them away, okay? It's, 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 it's a very clean, wholesome experience, okay? Not everything is about, like, you know, like crazy Fluids. shit. Yes. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> I feel like getting rid of a body, right? Does it have to be specifically in Yishun where I get rid of the body? No, I only know Yishun. That's why I say Yishun. But you, no, you, you have to be in other places. I, I guess it has to be in Yishun. Uh, otherwise, you know, it wouldn't be an Yishun episode. Uh. You, could, you could go to Burdock Reservoir, I mean, but, you know. 
technically, I don't know Yishun all that well. I only know it from all the shitty news that I've read. So, my, if I were to <laughs> have to dispose of a body, what I would do is chop the body up and Correct. then distribute it throughout Yishun. And then, I assume Yishun is so fucked up that even if someone comes across like a random arm or leg or maybe fingers, they'll yeah. be like, oh, no big deal. You know, it's not like a full body. Ah, it's Ishun, yeah, it's normal. Ah, yeah, just another another day in Ishun. It's another day at uh, Block 925 or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just... I'm not going to call the police because there's nothing at all alarming about having a random severed fruit lying on the street. You are, you are saying that all Ishunites, if they see an arm, they will automatically presume that it's normal and that the body is fine somewhere else. Yeah. They mm. just assume that, you know, oh, the person's probably okay. <laughs> there's nothing to be alarmed about. I'll just, oh you know, God. like, stick it in, like, places that are obvious, some of them, and then some places that are not obvious. Are there, are there any Yishunites amongst our audiences? Please, please stand up. Okay, we will not tolerate this Yishun bashing. This like, is an, an entire e- episode about Yishun bashing. Yeah, what are you talking about? Just keep bashing Yishunites on me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Jerry, how would you get rid of a dead body? Your turn. How would I get rid of a dead body? Huh. You know, I would go to uh, any park in Ishun and just put the dead body there. And, you know, <laughs> position it like it's, you know, put it on a park, on a bench, position it like it's sleeping. And this person has died while sleeping. And then, and then Ishunites will just continue to, you know, uh, go out on their walks during extended circuit breaker without wearing masks and... You know, and they will not they will not bend eyelid that someone just passed out, you know, on, on the chair or the bench in the park. And it'll be days before they realize, Oh shit, someone's dead over here. Even as the body decomposes in our shitty way. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, it's yeah, like, mm, hey. the smell is normal. Yeah, smell is normal, yeah. Just guys, another could, day could, of decomposition in You could make uh, use of the of the reservoir in Yishun. <laughs> there is a reservoir just in front of uh the Kutek Pot hospital. You could you could hide the body there. You could put the body in water. I do wonder how many bodies have been thrown in already. Oh, and you know what's the, you know what's funniest thing, mm-hmm. uh, K- KTPH is uh, if you if you go look at all the online complaints and everything, KTPH seems to be one of the worst reviewed hospitals in Singapore. <laughs> oh really? I thought it was Changi Hospital. Yes. Uh, Changi Hospital certain departments are very badly reviewed, but overall they're okay. Uh, mm. the Fong is just starting so people are giving it ch- a chance but uh, Po right, is very badly reviewed wait Jerry how do you know all these things are? do you just go for like no reason to read like hospital reviews no no like I was re- doing some research uh, on certain departments because I wanted to get a uh, consultation and oh, all right. these all these reviews just like popped up on you know uh, th- Facebook and everything I thought it's like an uncle pastime you know oh I got nothing to do let's go read the hospital reviews Angie, oh, Angie yeah. how can you be so insensitive to the needs of our 300 year old man I'm sorry Jerry well, I mean clearly he, I'm he, such an ageist he needs to find a, a good colonoscopist right <laughs> Yeah, you know, how how else would I be able to solve my hemorrhoids? That's why he's always shitting. You have hemorrhoids? Oh, I, I, have, I have hemorrhoids, lah. Oh, why? God. Why do you admit, why do you guys admit all this shit on our hey. recording? Yeah, it's it's issue story. It's not, not my hemorrhoids. How do hemorrhoids feel like? Uh, next episode. <laughs> <laughs> how about no episode? Oh, how about no episode? No, okay. let's dedicate the entire episode, episode to hemorrhoids. Episode to hemorrhoids. No. Yes, 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 yes. no. No. What the fuck? Okay. Are you, you guys are insane. You, no, 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 no. Issue nine, right? 
No. The media you're in Shunai, right? Fuck you, you I'm from Tampines. Okay? You, keep, Fuck you. you keep you keep insisting that you're not. Uh. The more you insist you're not, right, and then the more you want to go and learn about hemorrhoids, right? The less I'm the less convinced I am. She's an Ishunite, you know, she's like a she's an Ishunite inside, waiting to come out. Fuck you all, okay? I am born and bred <laughs> proud Tampanese person. The East is the best. There's nothing else to be Fuck discussed. you, West Side is the best side, okay? Fuck off la, West Side. You're all like Malaysian really, yeah. Hemorrhoids is also side. known as anal cushions are present in every <laughs> human's anus. And if you're a fan of mala, curry, or anything spicy, <laughs> you might want to hold back a bit. Because if you want to if you want to minimize experiencing the ring of fire, ring of fire, this is a CNA article by the way. Hey, come on. A, a lot of people have hemorrhoids in Singapore, you know? This is a yes, thing. Yes, I know. Have I ever had hemorrhoids and oh, not you know? About it? Would you be able to okay, have okay, hemorrhoids and not enough. know? Enough about hemorrhoids. Yeah, yeah, I, know, hemorrhoids. I know it's tangentially related <laughs> to Ishun. Ishun is the hemorrhoid of Singapore. Oh, it. hemorrhoids are like swellings containing enlarged blood vessels that are found inside or around the bottom, bracket the rectum and anus. They don't cause symptoms and some people might not even realise they have them. Oh my god, maybe I have hemorrhoids and I don't even know it. Shit. Okay, go find a, go find a doctor, <laughs> uh, you know, not at Kutekpo Hospital. <laughs> It's a pity, and, you know, uh, because Kutekpo has hospital is beautiful. Like, if you've, it if is you've very been there, beautiful. Right, it's gorgeous, yeah. My mom was in there for a bit and it was really lovely. So much greenery. Okay, um, <coughs> shall okay. we... I think this, this recording gone on for a bit. Oh, do we still want to talk about that? It's, it's like... Uh, forget it. Uh. It's yeah, like yeah, I, 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 I gotta go and hang the clothes. So I, I would like to be involved in this episode somehow. So either assign the editing or the art to me, okay? Can you do the editing? Yeah, you do the editing. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> but keep the hemorrhoid part. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. I mean, I, I, it's disgusting, but funny, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, huh? Okay, okay. And then how many MP3s will you give me? Two. Two, I guess. Okay, which is all done today, right? We are yeah. scrapping everything we did two days ago, right? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I uploaded it to the to the drive already yesterday. Okay. Um, you can use those if necessary, lah. You get you just pick and choose, oh. You see okay. how you you see how you want to make. If you think this particular app, uh, recording isn't too good, then you can see, uh. Okay. Okay. With that, we shall call to the end of the episode. Thank you all for listening and uh, <laughs> putting up with our Yishun hemorrhoid crap spider fluid nonsense all fucking day. Um, Thank you, everybody. For all Yishun nights, right? Actually. We're just joking, lah. We love you, lah. Really, we love you. Sorry, I'm not joking. No, no, we love you. <laughs> I am not joking. Just don't murder us. Murder Angie is fine. We, it's okay. She's just, she's just a woman. It's fine. Don't, yeah, don't step with, outside of Ishun Ishunites. Just stay with, there. Stay there. With a with a stabbing parang. Oh my god! Come on, be more creative. You guys are never gonna let that go, right? My my stabbing parang. Yeah. This is a Facebook. No. <laughs> yeah, okay. Parang. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Guys. Bye. Thank you.